1997 is the year. Welcome in to Stuck on the Home Screen. Just didn't have the energy to start with that because it doesn't feel right. Wow, Cheech isn't here yet, but we're starting without him because he's doing dad duties of dinner and baseball and whatever the whatever else you got to do when you got three kids. And that's what he's doing, but he'll be here soon. Uh, but we're starting with uh, 97. But before we get to that, let's talk about what we're playing. Anything new right now? D-Block, let's start with you. Gizzy, I know you love when I say Gizzy, let's start with you. So D-Block, let's start with you. Oh, completely off guard. Um, new things I've been playing recently have been nothing. I've been laid up with a broken back, so I broke I, my back. <laughs> I haven't been playing much video games. Um, so if you guys see me shifting around during this, that's why I'm a fucking old man and my body said no. Um, but the last thing I remember playing was uh, I want to say Grid which is a racing game that dropped for free on the PlayStation Network. Um, it's a fun game. It's 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 less need for speed and closer to Gran Turismo, but not being that technical. Um, so it's just like a regular mill racer. The thing I liked about it is you can pick a different types of classes, right? So you can race trucks, you can race... Um, you know, track cars, you can race open wheel cars. It, it gives you a, a, a good amount of variety of different types of vehicles to fuck around with. Um, that's the most recent thing I can remember playing, though. Uh, Gizzy, have you played Grid at all? No, I haven't. I haven't played any Grid. I've actually played a Forza. I'm not sure how similar they are. It's kind of the same thing. You can do like truck races and stuff, but I have not played Grid. But I have been playing Outlast Trials. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Have you guys heard Outlast? You guys play Outlast? Do you know anything about it? I haven't played. So Outlast is like a it's a horror game. Uh, it's it's more of like a horror hide and seek. I guess you can say you can't really harm any of the bad guys. It's more of like elusive, try to hide and make your way through the story. But this particular game is like a they rejuvenated the series because it's always been a single player game, but now it's a multiplayer game and it's, they make it obviously like trials. So you do like little missions with up to uh, four people, but you can do it in a squad of two if you want. And it, in my opinion, I was talking about it with my cousin. Um, it really brought new life and, and longevity into the series. Cause you know, you can only kind of go so far with the single player stuff, but opening it up the way they did great game, real gory, scary game, but if you're into that stuff or you like a little scare like I do, uh, it's not that bad. I'm sorry. So it's like a, a hide and seek capture kill type game? Kind of, yeah. So you got like little things like you, you got like little landmines that like can disrupt the enemies, but they they have the ability to kill you. You can, you can only slow them down and hinder them at best. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you run around the corner and hide in like a you know, a steel barrel or something, and you got to kind of wait from the mover or you lose them in the darkness. It's kind of more about like losing them and all that. But there's these, they give you missions throughout the trials that make it hard to, to kind of be elusive and stuff. And it, it it's a great balance. And are you hiding from other players or is it AI? No, actually it's AI. But if you guys have ever played the uh, alien isolation, you know that the AI can be viciously smart. And this AI is like, if you hide in a, a locker where there's like enough room for two people, sometimes they'll walk up and they'll look in the side, you know, where there could possibly, it'll be like a 50, 50, <laughs> it'll be a 50, 50 split. And a lot of the games in dark too. So you get night vision and eventually your night vision runs out and it, you know, it adds another layer of difficulty, but it's a, 
It's a really fun game right now. How do you end up winning just being the last to be found? <clears throat> so so uh, you complete the missions throughout the game, and then you got to get to the end of the trial. So the way they set it up is it, it's like a horror game, but it, it it's like got saw elements with some with some science facility elements because they're running like experiments on you. So you're in these weird places, but they're all isolated, like in a warehouse or something, and you, you're not sure where. And they they all talk about being it's like they make it act like it's a behavioral reprogramming thing. They they talk about being reborn all the time. It, it's very dark and scary. It, yeah. it's a, but you hit a button at the end, and then eventually a, a pod shows up where you can escape the trial. Oh, cool! So it's like an escape room, but with monsters. Exactly. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What about you? What you've been playing? Uh, heavy on the Madden. Uh, been getting beaten up in this league, and I got sick of it. And so I, uh, <laughs> we had a draft. We had the uh, not the like fantasy draft. We had like new players coming in to the to the league, and I said, "Yo, my team's a a seventy nine, and you guys are all like ninety fours. We got to do something about this." And then so the owner was like, "Oh, you can do whatever you want." And so I said, and I did. <laughs> so now my, my team can compete. Daddy, daddy's competing. So wait, hold up. I'm gonna let you keep going, but yeah. you drafted a shit team. <laughs> no, I took. I, I entered the league three years in with a team that wasn't drafted by me. I get. I get it now. That makes a lot more sense. And so they had three like, years of developing players and trades and everything. So I, I I came in and picked up just a random team um, that had been picked over, had no draft picks. Uh, and I had to sign Train Lance for like four hundred million dollars, and that was all my salary cap. So that was my whole team. So I was like, "Yo, I, I can't do anything. <laughs> like, this this is stupid." So your 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 league is um, by the rules. So you have a salary cap, you have trade limits, yeah. the whole yeah, line. trade limits, all that stuff. Um, but that kind of got waived for me to get to a competitive level, basically. That makes uh, sense. But I'm still he, like he's cooking the, the books, folks. He is cooking the 100%. books. Uh, but I'm still within the salary cap. Like I like every my salary is still the same compared to other teams now. So you, like you you give us a little brief. Uh, you know what 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 are your key positions? Who'd you pick? Oh man, my team. I got Justin Jefferson in '99. I got Kyle Pitts. I picked him up. Uh, I picked up Devin Bush. I picked up a corner Nate Hobbs. Was like an '85. I picked up uh, Jamal Adams '90. Board, oh, yeah. Um, squad. Yeah, yeah. I, I needed. I I literally needed improvements at every position but quarterback. Because Trey Lance, after two years, he was on some other kid's team who left, and he was a ninety-nine at this point. Mm. Um, so when so, you had to pay him so much. Yeah, but it was bullshit because I'm looking at the salaries for all the other quarterbacks in the league, and there's eight other people, and they all have ninety-nines at quarterback too, with Burrow or whoever else. I got them all at ninety-nine at this point. And they're capped at twenty million a year, and he's making sixty-two million a year. And I'm like, how can I compete when I got one dude making forty-two more? They're like, oh well, and he, he reduced it down to thirty-eight or something. I'm like, that's still not twenty, but whatever, I'll make it work. So I'm 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 still like at a competitive disadvantage here. But, is it uh, is it because his contract's newer? It's because his contract is newer, and um, I so think I think if he was if I had re I could have re-signed him for less onto my same team. But because he was just a straight up free agent, I had to compete with other teams, and that drove it up too. I think. So you probably just reset the market though. So next time they have to resign, they're going to be just yeah. as fun. I think this is the last year. That's the thing here because these guys are they're serious, and so once the new one comes out, it'll be like 
which is soon August or September. It usually comes out, I think. Um, but anyway, that's enough about Madden. Uh, and Ben catching up on God of War made some serious progress on God of War Ragnarok. Uh, so nothing new. Um, I feel like I, I just bring the same shit that I've been playing every week, but I, I have, <laughs> I have a lot of games I need to catch up on, but I just, I was texting yeah, group about Diablo four. I just, downloaded that so i'm excited to get that going on tuesday not paying the extra 20 bucks though to play it today that's stupid no can, can one or both of you explain to me what a diablo is never played any of the series don't know what it's about heard you talking about it that's why i didn't yeah. jump in that chat because i'm like i don't know what the fuck this gets talking about i know it's a big game but yeah gizzy could do better than me go i guess a role-playing game dude basically uh think uh dungeons and dragons with demons more demon themed i guess you know what i mean you get your classic classes barbarian druid assassin yada yada and you just travel through the world it's a top-down thing you know what i mean and you fight hordes of monsters level up your character gain loot cedric basically the same old loot crawl that it's always been but uh, uh um d black are you familiar with gauntlet legends uh from this show probably not you haven't played it really nah not that i can think of uh not that i can remember at least i'm sure i've played it at one of your houses at some point growing up but yeah it's it's similar that's why that's why i asked cool um play the game trailer real quick but just look it up on your own people we got a lot of shit to get to here (laughs) we got Uh, we got a compact episode (laughs) Uh, I was hoping Cheech would be here by now, so he's not. So we're just going to roll into it. 1997, guys. 96 was a big year for consoles, and 97 is a big year for those consoles to develop, to develop some of their biggest games, I think. And that's why we saw some of, I think, their best sellers um, and some of the best-selling games and most beloved games of all time come out in 1997. Uh, a lot of games that are still regarded to this day and some of them being remade now or sequels being made still that people just love. Uh, and I'll kick it off here with the best-selling game of 1997. And I will pull up a uh, video here. Do you think, you think, I'm, do you think you know what I'm talking about? Uh, before- uh, Go ahead. I was just going to say before Eddie gets into it, if you, when you hear last week's episode, I apologize. That was under my link. (laughs) We're getting things figured out here. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame us. You know, we're figuring it out. Ah, see, knowing you, I had a feeling it was going to start with it. It was either this or Mega Man, right? I mean,. (laughs) Which is interesting when we do get to Mega Man. Have you ever played the Mega Man Legends? Oh, yeah, I have. And I have that's an interesting game. Yeah, a lot of people did not like it. I enjoyed it a lot. It's a unique Mega Man experience, but go ahead. This is all your turf. All right. Final Fantasy VII. Uh, actually, development began in 1994 on Final Fantasy VII, which is crazy to think it was originally supposed to be for the Super Nintendo system, um, but there was a bunch of delays and shit, and they like completely uplifted what they were going to do and changed it. Um, and I obviously it worked out a lot better. So a couple firsts for the Final Fantasy genre in general. There's been six obviously before because this is Final Fantasy VII. This one uh, first 3D, first one with full cinematic scenes, first one on discs. There was three discs for this. 
uh, kept up a lot of the traditional stuff though, with like a giant world map, uh, a battle mode, um, introduced the active time battle system, which is pretty cool too. Uh, and, uh, that's something that was always intriguing to me. I've never, and I, I do believe that this is the first game that I did see a three disc setup for, but that kind of blew my mind. I'm like, Oh, this game's so yeah. dope. It needs three discs. I still never got into final fantasy, but I think there was one other game that I've seen that was multiple disc, and I think it was called Monster Quest, maybe. But I think yeah. that might—I'm not sure. Yeah, um, Monster Quest was dope. I mean, I don't know. I—I I was kind of the same way. I felt like, oh man, this is, needs three discs. This has got to be cool, right? <laughs> like, I, I believe Metal Gear on PS was two discs as well. That was two. also a, a dope thing. Um. I feel like I was never a huge Final Fantasy guy, but this one in particular um, left a stamp on me. This, this is the one that I played the most probably yeah. throughout the Final Fantasy iterations. All right, so we're looking at, you know, a battle right here, right? So the cool thing that this game introduced um, was the the limit, which became like a staple in Final Fantasy kind of, where you fill that bar up basically, and then you do like a... a a dope type of move and the materia system was really cool too you could uh like i'm sorry the what it's called materia and it was basically like how you kitted out your player like uh, yeah. so you had a fire spell as one of your materials you could only have so many materia okay um and uh and i've talked about this already but not everybody's listening to every podcast uh major death Aerith, one of the main characters, dies. Uh, I think in the end of the second disc, and she doesn't come back. Which is kind Spoil- of spoiler alert. If you know spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm interested too because the the remake um, only covers like the first. I don't know, maybe the first disc, but it like kind of changes things up. So, it'd be interesting to see if they actually like hold to that or if they uh, they. You they know, write their wrongs. Yeah, I guess if, if everybody sees it coming, but like then I don't know. I don't know how I would feel if they changed that. Part. Do you think? Uh, yeah, do you think they would treat that video game kind of like they are movies now, like retrofitting them to to more of their newer storylines, or do you think they would stay? They, they definitely, they definitely did. Um, and it's uh, like even in the first one and, and and the first iteration of the remake, um. I enjoyed it a lot and I've talked about that and I, I was very impressed and I think it was very hard to do that to a game that people love so much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's gotta be scary. <laughs> we can't fuck this up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially with this, they were working on it for years. So like if you took yeah. that much time and then you came out with shit, like they did that with kingdom hearts three, which is square Two, square Enix, same company and kingdom hearts three flopped like crazy. And they took forever to make it and remade it and remade it. So if they had done that twice in a row, that might have been a, honestly a death shot for them at this That's point. That's very true. So let me ask you this. I know you, you mentioned everything kind of in the game, but like looking at this game now as a kid, I never got into it probably because of the setup and how kind of like slow it was. I was born yeah. to like, you know, but now that I'm older, I can respect it and I can see all the nuances and all that. And I, I would probably go back and play it. But right. as a kid, I'm assuming 
seven years old, six years old at this age? Six years old, but we've talked about this too. We're getting games probably three or four years after they come out. So we're looking at right. 10 or 11 here. So 10 or 11, what was so intriguing to it about you? Was it the story? Was it just, was it the way it was set up? Like, well, what, Let me, let me take you back with? to my fifth grade room. You remember how many uh, dragons shit. and shit I had in there? <laughs> there go. I, was, I love fantasy, man. And like the game is called Final Fantasy. I mean, okay. Like if I'm going to play a game, I want crazy shit going on. And that hasn't really changed for me, but I, I love the fantasy aspect of games. So, um, you know, being able to summon bahama and all that stuff was cool and like working up to that point to where you're like because you know like so that's the thing with the final fantasies the summons are usually the same that's the main one of the main constants is like the the big summons are usually in every game because i think that also goes back to people who love final fantasy they're like where the fuck is it for it where is bahama like i know they have to be coming where are they Uh, (laughs) yeah they gotta check all the boxes on those yeah yeah um and i think 13 it was went away from that they had like they were similar, but they weren't the same name or design. But there was like a fire guy and an ice guy and all that shit. But that game didn't do as well. But I mean, for me at least, I was like didn't have that in the st- like didn't have that link really. You know what I mean? That linked yeah. all the games together. Like the stories don't link at all, but the constants are some of the creatures and characters. Which oh, so none of the Final Fantasy stories link because I know at a um, certain point it turns to an all female. Well, I guess yeah, because the characters well, are there is, changing. There, so. There is Final Fantasy X-2, which is trash, and, like, obviously, <laughs> which was the all-female one. Was that what it Okay. Because that, that's the one I remember, because that was probably, what, PS2? That was PS2, yeah. So that's probably why I remember, because they advertised it like crazy. But So that's, yeah, like, the, no, that's like that's the episode one of Star Wars, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was not good. And that was the first sequel they ever made to a Final Fantasy game, and it fucking failed. Is that the first one that didn't have the blonde-haired? What's in the sky? What's his name? Cloud. Oh uh, no, different... Cloud's not the main guy. He's only in seven. Oh. Yeah, it's a different main guy in everyone. Uh-huh. And Cloud is arguably not the best main guy. Would you say anyway, he's the most renowned? Enough, most renowned. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on here. Uh, Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. You've you've had. I mean, you played Castlevania, haven't you? I no. I mean, really? I, I know what it is. I'm very familiar with it, but I haven't, I haven't really gotten into them ever. Truth be told, I, I mean, I've, I've watched people play Castlevania, but I've only really dabbled in the N64 version of Castlevania, and I'm not even sure when that came out exactly. Okay, D Block, ever play this game? Never fucked with it. All right, well, let's keep this quick and short. This came out on PlayStation and Sega Saturn. Um. <laughs> People liked it. Clearly, none of us did. Uh, it looks like a side scroller where you're a vampire. All right, cool. Bill Compton in the house. I'll tell you what, though, <laughs> I, I I do know for a fact that a lot of these Castlevania games had some intuitive level design for the time. I so. think, yeah, no, I mean, people loved it. There is definitely a, a oh huge yeah, fan group yeah, of yeah, Castlevania fans. That's why I even pulled it up. We apologize for not giving it the love it deserves. We just... So I feel kind of bad pulling up this one right now without Cheech here yet. But, I mean, it's 940. <laughs> it's golden. <laughs> it's golden eye whenever it loads. Um, you know what it is. Classic. Uh, but, I mean... It goes without it, saying, multiplayer, 
Yada yada, golden gun. Scott, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, we we've. I mean, we, I feel like this is like the seventh episode in a row we've talked about this game, huh? I feel like this is the closest game I've come to as a kid speed running without knowing what speed running is. At a certain point, I kind of knew where everything. I was like, pop, 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 doing it, and I, I would just do it because I knew. I guess that speaks to how enjoyable it is, you know, because yeah. you wanted to beat it better. You know what I mean? Just beating it once wasn't enough. Right. You just you, you, like I could do it faster. I could do you know and all that. But yeah, the four screen, four screen, uh, co- whatever it is, co op multiplayer. Uh, countless hours spent on that. Countless, countless hours. It was it was the one game where you just party up and see who was doing what. Yep. When, we, when we get together for our next pod, we definitely gotta like just record us playing a four a four team uh double oh seven. I think we I know have, we definitely have the switches for it because I know how I have one D Black has one and I have like thirty seven controllers that don't work. So I know yeah. that the the remake didn't get that much love. I think they did a remake on Switch, right? Uh, no, I think did they do it on the Xbox? Maybe it was a Switch. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was a Switch. All right, because this was an N sixty four game. Now they got the original Sin, and I know this isn't the original, but this is the original Screen Peak, dude. You ain't looking at if you if you ain't looking if you ain't clocking some hours on yeah, someone else's square. What are you doing? Yeah, it was especially on this map. You were the, definitely the, cheating. Yeah, yeah. You you're lying if you say you weren't looking. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, you remember those little proximity? Those little. Oh, I pr- I purposely uh, picked out because I I've been like, oh man, we gotta watch this with multiple players. It's like multiplayer video of N sixty four double seven because I I need to just have this moment right now. <laughs> yeah. Ahead of his time with the blood dripping down the screen. That was dope. Uh, yeah, when you would die. Um, so also, I didn't realize this, but I guess it makes sense. The movie Goldeneye came out in 95, and this came out in 97. So yeah. this was two years after the movie. So they kind of messed up marketing those together. Mike would not be happy about this. Not at all. <laughs> but it was still a hit. Didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it worked. What, yeah. What's the dude's name? Pierce Brownson? Pierce Brownson. Brownson. Pierce Brownson? Yeah. I mean, everyone says what's his face is the best. Uh, I mean, Pierce is my 007, dude. He was because of this game, probably. You know what I mean? I feel like this might be the best uh, movie to video game adaption of all time. Too. I was gonna say, shout out to it. Never seen the movie that it, that it's supposed oh, to yeah. be. I've only I've played the game. I only know the, the, the story from the game. That's it. So shout out to it shout out to boris i can't think of another movie that became a really good video game like that was a movie first like they always suck i feel like whenever they make a movie into a video game they like put no effort into it yeah and it's and it's usually all about you know and i, I well i feel like they spend a lot of their budget using like the likeness of the actor from the movie or the voices right. from it or whatever whatever yeah uh, i get bogged down on bullshit yeah so i got some interesting notes on this too this was originally supposed to be a side scroller uh for the super nintendo um where and i guess maybe that's why they waited two years because they're like well, maybe we could just make the, the a revolutionary game instead of rushing something out to come out with the movie. 
<laughs> what? Whatever happened? Could you imagine if this happened? never existed? <laughs> what? It would probably be Perfect Dark would be in this spot, right? Because Perfect Dark was another. Well, so you had Perfect Dark doing the four screen co or versus, and I think Torok even might have been doing it at the time. So probably one of them. Torok didn't come out yet, I don't think, but soon I think. Do you think Turok was PC first? Let me refer so. to the the good book. <laughs> you guys oh, like this tie, by the way? I just wear these ties that I could never wear on TV on here. <laughs> like the worst tie I own, but <laughs> I can wear it here. Get after it. Um. Korog Dinosaur Hunter is the first person shooter about, about 1997 in North America and Europe. 97, so it is 97. Was it PC? You have access to that info? Or is uh, it... It's just showing oh, oh, hold on. N64, Windows, Mac, OS, Xbox One, Linux, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4. So I'm not sure if Windows came before or after, but I know it's definitely on N64. <laughs> All right, we're rolling into Star Fox here, Star Fox 64, baby. So I'll I'll just say one note I had first to feature the Rumble Pack. That the first whoa, whoa, game, whoa, like, whoa 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 the first no the f- yeah no the first note you should have is do a barrel roll. <laughs> Proceed. You're not Go wrong. ahead. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, I actually we had some confusion over the names of the characters and the types of characters. It's Fox McCloud, Peppy Hare, uh, Falco, Lombardi, and Slippy Toad. Shout out to Slippy. Made sure I looked up the split screen version because this is what made this game dope. Yeah, I uh, remember this distinctly. I think I mentioned it in the last episode, but. <clears throat> Um, big point on this game is the uh, the bosses in the single player were like larger than life, they were like taking yeah. the whole screen. There were these massive bosses, and that was cool to see. But, um, I think they did a little trick with the bosses, though. Actually, no, because the whole game is kind of like a side scroller, but from the it's on a it's on rails in a in a sense, yeah, it's a rail shooter, yeah. So, never mind. I was gonna say they, they kind of did a neat trick where they'd always keep the boss in front of you, but. Makes sense on the rail shooter, so Chichacho just in time. There, the ghost. I came just in time for Star Fox. Yeah, yes, man. Yeah. That's not fate. I don't know what it is. Uh oh, well, bottom just, right. You're not doing too bad. You've missed uh Castlevania, Goldeneye, and Final Fantasy VII. So I think Ooh. I think you're probably bummed about Goldeneye, and that's about it there. <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy Seven, I have more memories of, but you know, it's all right. Well, 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 I'm sure we'll bring that up again, both of those. But yeah, Star Fox sixty four, man. Wait, you could yeah. get out of it in this one? I don't remember that. What? Look at these guys are running around. Yeah. What in the fuck is going on here? You gotta oh, be honest with you. I've never played the multiplayer in Star Fox. I've yeah, only no. I've only, I've really? only done single player. Yeah. Oh, I love multiplayer. This probably would have blew my mind, dude. I, I don't remember you could get out, though. It's crazy to just think. 
Look at these. Look at the textures on the ground and stuff. This is wild <laughs> to think that your boy just busted off at the bottom. <laughs> Slipping. There's one dude right. who's still in a plane. He's got to be winning, right? Star Fox is still in a plane. What is he chasing them down like war prisoners? What is going on? Just trying to get a lot coming in for I a straight. So many run. questions about this. Imagine being the dude who's in the jet and you still lose to a dude on the ground. Like, <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta quit. <laughs> Just a little fucking blue ball come up from the ground. <laughs> Bang! You're done. You lose. Fuck face. You're in camera <laughs> mode. Great job. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hang it up after that. Uh, I was waiting for him to kill one of them, but I don't think he's gonna. Yeah, me neither. I think he's just flying at desperate. Yeah, we're getting into this, do we? Need that? <laughs> I feel like I'm staring at the preview of an arcade. Oh, who's gonna win this duel? I'll tell you what, the plane doesn't have too much health, but it's got two. What are those lives? Man, what is going on? The frog is just shooting at everything. Yeah, I take no pits. <laughs> Slippy ain't got no time for this shit. Slippy's Slippy. A lot of things pop from black smoke, boys. You know what that means. Oh, Slippy just got messed up. Captain Thano shoots on Mercy. Can they shoot up? So wait, I'm concerned. Why did you say? Why did you say Falcon Italian? Because they talk when they're in the jets. What does he say? Where's the cannoli? Like, it's like what hey, what's going on, fella? He sounds like Rocky, dude. <laughs> Philly Italian or Bronx Italian? No, he's Philly. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut Italian or Florida Italian? I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure I met the the voice actor the other day. He was like mowing his lawn or something in Philly. Mowing his lawn. He didn't have a lawn. Hey, asshole! Do a barrel roll, okay? Uh, and get the fuck out of here, bro. I, I I'll, I'll like insert the voice here, but <laughs> uh, all right. Here you go, Cheech. You're also just in time for this bullshit. Oh, here you go. He ain't <laughs> wrong. All right. Every, it, was, it was in the jam pack. This game looks like You don't know okay. what it is, but you definitely played it. Here you, right? you go. He just goes in mad hot about something he doesn't even know about. This is crazy. I watch a video that looks lame as fuck, just so you know. Oh, really? Because I've been watching Final Fantasy videos since I've been on this podcast. And guess what? It looks lame as fuck. Well, that's the internet age. Oh, wow. I saw it on YouTube, bro. Well, uh, slightly more people would agree with me than you on that. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you and your generation. Write your fucking reviews on YouTube. What do I care? You're three years older than me. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter, man. That was a long three years, dude. <laughs> it's not the same, man. We're wow, this looks different. so fun, man. Are you kidding? It's not All about right. the fun, Ed. It's about fucking solving puzzles. About <laughs> getting shit done. All right, Ed? Yeah. Jesus yeah, what are you Christ. getting done, man? It's a metaphor on life. You ain't never had blocks coming at you like that. You don't know what it's like. Yeah, bro. He couldn't handle it. This looks I can like see him right now melting with the fucking spaghetti ear to ear and shit. I'm just fucking having a hell of a time with these blocks. This looks like one of the many stupid side quests you could do in any Final Fantasy game, actually. Yeah, but for those of us that like the side quests better than the fucking nerdy dragons and shit, this is the entire hey, game. Too, 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 <laughs> far. too far, right? 
<laughs> oh no, I'm the casual. What what did homie say? Core Kyle. That's me. I don't give a fuck. So what's the point of this game? Do you remember? Yeah, it's all strategy. So you're supposed to not get pushed off the end. And as you can see, the green blocks, I don't think you can destroy those or something along. I don't remember how they will work exactly, but so this is like tough. Tetris. As you can see it. Yeah, it's like Tetris, (laughs) but with uh I don't even know how to explain it. More like minesweeper, I'd say. Can you because you have to kind of clear a path for yourself, make sure you don't get shoved off at the end and as you can see they give you more and more blocks to deal with and they move faster you know can oh, you i think the black ones you can't destroy actually is this multiplayer do you remember mm, i don't believe it was okay it'd be dope if that a battle mode yeah, it would be pretty cool do it yeah. like side by side or something see who could get the furthest or whatever it is but that's basically how i would imagine you do it you might be able to set it up with two players then you get like you know one and two up here in the corner. Sorry, I'm pointing point at my screen. You guys can't see that, but um, <laughs> you get the idea, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think we said what this is. This is Intelligent Cube. Oh, this is Intelligent Cube. Cube. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. I think they um, did spell it with a Q, right? They did. Yeah. Clever. Sure did. That's about all the creativity they put into this game. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Eddie just doesn't like simple. He's he's not a minimalist by any means. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, eventually, we're gonna pull up Oddworld: Abe's Odyssey. Classic. I feel like this isn't anybody's favorite game, but it's a yeah. game. Most I was gonna ask you, you guys wholeheartedly ever be one of these odd world games? I don't think I ever have, but I definitely played them. I remember playing the Xbox one a lot. Um, this is Odd World Abe's Odyssey. It's a weird game, but it was cool. It's a dark game. Um you're you're Abe. Uh you're basically a uh hold on. <laughs> I gotta get YouTube Pro or something here. You're, uh, I think he's a, a slave. Again, that's what they say. He's a slave at the Rupture's Meat Processing Factory. Seen here. And he... Uh, odd guy. He's odd. Uh, it's an odd world, man. He, odd world. You know, he doesn't seem too upset about it, though. He gets, you know, he makes it out of it. And then I think he he's like the worst choice for the uprising, but... He's the only guy willing to do it kind of thing. It's like fucking Alien Joe Dirt, bro. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> he kind of just lucks his way into taking out this guy. Uh, we all played this? Or one, a version of this? I feel like I played a more recent one that they yeah. dropped on the, uh, the network. So uh, this... This is the first first one. First um, in the iteration. Yeah. Yeah, I got this for Christmas one year. I was like, we're going to need like hockey or racing or something. This is uh, not. <laughs> I like aliens and everything, but this is not the type that I like. Can I mm-hmm. like. I wanna, it's like a weird. Uh, it's like a platformer. Like yeah. A yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, exactly. That's what, exactly what I was thinking, D Black. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't even. 
Shout out to it though. Crash Bandicoot did come out in '97. Did a Bandicoot have a little bit more of a 3D feel to it though? If I remember, yeah, like, uh, yeah. a little bit more like uh, coming towards the screen where you'd be dodging those uh, the boulders and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if the first one did though. Maybe because hmm. this is kind of like interesting in that it's kind of changing up the views and size of the screen a little bit. Yeah. You know, like I feel like side scrollers are kind of a set size of every where you move, but like it got wider on the next one. Yeah, they were able to kind of play around probably with the scale of the projection and all that shit with the more powerful processors and all that. Yeah. Pretty cool. It does look good. I mean, yeah. For PS1, what is that? This is 97, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah, I guess abstract colors on his skin and stuff that you hadn't seen quite yet. And that lightning didn't look too, you know, doesn't look terrible. I feel like this would be a good game for like older people in 97. Not older, but like I guess our age right now, you know, because it's not, it doesn't seem like as much of a kid's game as a lot of games, I guess. But it's got like the darker themes, and I don't know. It's weird. It's it almost has the vibes of a point and click game from back in the day, a little yeah. bit, like with the background and stuff. But yeah, I can see that. You have to explore the environment. One yeah, of these crates you know, might have a fucking item in it or something. You you click every crate, and it's like this one's filled with whatever. You know, it's just the same message over and over. You're just looking for a way out of the screen. <laughs> Enough uh, with the fucking coins. Yeah. <laughs> Enough with the coins. There's a big I mean, red sign that says lever with the fucking arrow pointing down, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's funny. Little uh, first Gran Turismo game here. Obviously, a racing game. Uh, Gran Turismo, uh, just a little bit of notes that I stole from Wikipedia here. Had the arcade mode and the simulation mode, uh, the Gran Turismo mode. Um, I I believe this is the first racing game to have a mode like Gran Turismo mode where you could uh, like pick up cars and things like that and trade stuff in to upgrade your car and kind of develop a uh, a garage of sorts, um, which is obviously very innovative because before it was kind of just here's your cars, race with them, you know? Yeah. You guys see the Gran Turismo movie coming out? Yeah. It's interesting. It's actually yeah. about a kid who, who was into Gran Turismo and actually became, I, I think this is what the movie's based off, became an actual pro driver through a program that Gran Turismo was running. Yes. I do believe that is correct. They found them kind of like the uh, singer of Journey, you know? Good enough at karaoke, you can do the real fucking thing, bud. There you go. You want a job? (laughs) (laughs) Here's an F1 car. Good luck. (laughs) I mean, look look at this. For the the time, this is pretty intuitive. This was so cool to me. I would imagine yeah this is crazy yeah i wasn't super into racing games until like this was more like i want to say like an rpg racing game like you're you're creating a character almost out of your car racing sim 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's the the fun stuff and maybe the not so fun stuff or maybe the, the stuff that people find fun that you can't get in other racing games. Right. And they introduce tuning and all that stuff. Oh my god, that's all. And then people can share Turn it online in today's world. Off, dude. Crazy, but it's great that game that they do stuff like this that opens up options for play styles and stuff and yeah yeah it was definitely ahead of its time uh as far as you know racing games go and um is there a new one coming out or did the new one just come out seven seven's been out for a while yeah is that the most recent one yeah i believe so um yeah Yeah, i'll buy it don't worry about it it's fine r&d i'll get it (laughs) (laughs) you got us covered on the racers man yeah i'll let you know um yeah like the maps you can go to the different dealerships the shit was dope yeah man Um, if i remember correctly need for speed was around back then too they weren't as good as this but they were was it need for speed uh, it might have been need for speed underground no not underground i want to oh was it test run wait back in 90 back in 95 yeah need for speed 2 yeah i was gonna say i think the first one and two of those were were coming out around then um they didn't have as robust a selection but i remember playing both of these games obviously this was the more realistic of the two but the other one was uh it was a good time it wasn't terrible I feel like the older Need for Speed games tended more to like uh, high-end luxury cars. That's where you get your Ferraris and and all that stuff. Whereas later iterations kind of played into this, where you could tune up a Honda Civic or something like that, however you want. Well, you know what they did, which was genius, and it was right in the fucking well in all the marketing and right in the titles. Underground, bro, that tuner scene was huge. Fast and the Furious One was coming out. Yeah. One of the you biggest capitalizations. Like, oh, I have an engine intake and fucking exhaust and blah 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 blah. So you remember, you remember like, all the Integras? Running oh my god! Like they're <laughs> driving under fucking 18. the NX sixteen hundred. Like, oh, <laughs> this stop fast! Cut it out. I know you love cars, but this is bullshit. Stop it. <laughs> love the kid. Shout out, homie. Wherever you are, I love you, bud. But that thing fucking sucked, dude. Cut it out. Who, who are we talking about? Anthony Panza. I'll shout her right out. I don't give a fuck. You with heard it here ex- first. With the, uh, he knows. With the government name. <laughs> um, yeah, the timing of underground, right? You know, as cool as track racing and car tuning was, you know, people got sick of it. So by the time you roll around with underground, like, dude, you can put a body kit on this and then paint it like an angel. Like, what the fuck are we doing here, man? Everybody lost their <laughs> shit. Need for Speed Underground and Fast and the Furious had everyone in an Integra looking at tractor trailers differently for a whole year. They kept sizing up the trailers like, I'm going to do it, bro. I'm going to do it, bro. That's true, too. Oh, man. Poor Chevy Chase is like, what the fuck, man? I've been doing it for you. I've been doing it. Shout out to him. Shout out Chevy Chase. (laughs) Never thought I'd hear that on this podcast. The God. Um, What's going to be the best is you making a compilation of me saying shout out to whoever insert random person is 
Like, even at the end of this year, bro, we're going to probably have a pretty lengthy cut reel. So. Mm-hmm. The only one who's gotten back to us so far is uh... – <laughs> What's his name? The real Scott Wolf. The real Scott. The real <laughs> Scott Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Not the actor, but the other one from Arizona somewhere. Imagine if that guy's just one of our like most loyal listeners now. Hey, I hope, if you are a real Scott Wolf, Scott, we'd love to have you on. Appreciate it. He like jet skis near Lake Havasu, dude. He's like the first fucking best salesman. He just <laughs> fucking oh, I love these guys, dude. Sponsors us and shit. Yo, shout out Scott Wolf. The other man, real Scott Wolf, not the one from. Double Dragon. Yeah. Give him a shout out, IG folks. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, we know nothing Appreciate about him. He could be a terrible murderer, but yeah. Uh, on well, that, note, we're, yet, so. we're gonna pause here. Uh, we're gonna end <laughs> this part of the episode. We still have some more, so we're gonna keep going. But uh, we're gonna take a pause. But if you want to hear the rest of them, or if you want to hear the rest of all of our episodes, a good way to do that is you can find us on Spotify. Cheech, where else are you find us? You can find us on iTunes, or you can just send us cash, and then we'll work something out directly. Yeah, we, we uh, like cash. We respond to money. Yeah, okay, yeah we we're, respond we're, to money. Yeah, and we will send personalized videos of us playing video games in our sites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't do Venmo. I'm more of a cash and envelope guy, just in case anyone's listening. I'm just. Yeah. We don't, we don't want the we're degenerates after all we don't want the government knowing yeah. what's going on that's true uh small bills if you choose to send it in the mail just get a local magazine put smaller non-denominal bills in between the pages dude they never look for that shit in the mail wrap it up real good get it over to us we'll get a p.o box no big deal all right keep gaming guys yeah